ladies and gentlemen. You know us. We've, you know, we record pretty often after Bruins games. Uh, that's just how it goes. We've recorded 20 times uh, for the span of, like, this season. Like, since the games have actually begun, we've recorded 20 times. We've rec- recorded 17 times when it's been after a Bruins game. So, naturally, the Bruins have 6 wins and 11 losses in that span. And we're yeah, back! We're done recording. We're done recording <laughs> on game nights. This, no. <laughs> no, we're just done recording. Never recording again. We're a curse. It's all our fault. Hey, the, yep. Bruins, the Bruins have never made the Stanley Cup Finals since we started recording this. So, I mean, really. It's all on us. Uh, fun, fun fact, fun fact, well, not so fun fact about that, because during the third period of tonight's game, of course, against the Red Wings, you know, wasn't looking too good, so I went through, made, made a little Google sheet quickly, compared, okay, yeah, when the Bruins record versus, or when the Bruins record, yep, that's us, uh, when we record versus when the Bruins play, and so that's how I found all this. I also looked at goals for and goals against, uh, in those games, just, just for fun, uh, the Bruins score 2.75 uh, goals for on nights that we record and give up 3.9 on nights that we record. So uh, maybe we affect Swayman and Allmark as well. And I guess throw Rask in there when <laughs> for those Aww. four games. But ugh. we're a curse, apparently. Oh, it's more than just apparently. Yeah. Yeah, literally the last nine. Uh... Oh, can I do math? Yeah, last nine times we've recorded have been seven losses. <laughs> so basically, oh, Alex's fault. Yeah, it's all my fault. I, I'm always the one that that chooses the next uh, time to record because I just look at the schedule and look about a week from now and say, yeah, that looks Fair good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's all my fault. And uh, speaking of of overreact overreacting to things that don't matter. Uh, since we last recorded, uh, Taylor Hall was fined $5,000 for his vicious roughing Bertuzzi-like. against Ilya Lyabushkin. Yes, Todd Bertuzzi-like. God. I I honestly, like, forgot that that had happened in the last week. Um, until I, like, briefly just looked at my timeline and... Uh, <laughs> the, the amount of Leafs fans reacting to that... Uh, I don't know. It's just we we kind of went over it in that episode, but it it wasn't it wasn't worthy of a suspension, I thought. And you know, a five k fine, all right, whatever. Like, uh, end of the world. Yeah, like he obviously did punch Lyabushkin, but it wasn't and super insane. He was hurt, hurt like more than and I'm not trying to downplay any sort of injury he might have mm-hmm. had but he only missed the rest of that game he was on just practicing the next morning if he was hurt more yeah i think he you know in the moment he probably should have gotten the match penalty which obviously mm-hmm. comes with an automatic suspension or at least he gets like the five rules. minute major yeah i guess but from well i mean okay maybe a leafs fan cherry picked the rules but from what i saw kind of fit the whole match penalty thing but other than that i mean 
it's not the league uh, <laughs> being against the Leafs. It's just the refs doing what they do best. <laughs> yeah, which is not I their job. <laughs> yeah, it, like the, yeah, the league is never against one team. The refs are never against one team. They just they just suck. Like, you know, obviously there are going to be nights where I cry, Jesus Christ, the refs were awful. But it's not like I'm thinking that no. Gary Bettman's out there like, yeah, so tonight is the night we screw over the Bruins. Tomorrow, we might screw over the Red Wings, but tonight, it's the Bruins. Like, Yeah, no. No. It... If you think that way, no matter what fan of a team you want, wait, no matter what fan of a team, okay. What team Whatever you're team a fan you of. Like, <laughs> that was very difficult for me there. But the league's not against you. They suck for everyone. Yeah, you can still laugh and be mad about how bad the refs are, but to take it to a level of, oh well, back in 2011, uh, Gregory Campbell's father. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. When he worked for the league, uh, still does, I guess. I don't. Anyways, that's why the Bruins won. Bruins yep. with murder again. Must have been that. Couldn't have. Could not have possibly been Vancouver not playing defense. Uh, in Boston, and then Tim Thomas just having one of the best, if well, one of if not the best postseason runs. No, it had to have been. Man, had to have been the refs. Are you gonna mention Tuga in 2013? No, I was gonna say uh, you got Bruins haters saying that the Bruins only won. Because of Colin Campbell, and now that Gregory Campbell's not a Bruin, they're never going to win again because they don't have that league help. Mm. Well, then they bring in something about the Jacobs being on the board of governors or something and all that stuff. But then you got half of the Bruins fan base saying they're never going to win because they won't get another Tim Thomas. They need Tim Thomas back. So, so what is basically, it? both. It's both. I think <laughs> we satisfy both needs here. Get Gregory Campbell back from whatever he's doing outside of hockey, put him back out there. And get Tim Thomas wherever he may be. <laughs> hey, I mean, the last we saw of him was that that. Oh, that was so sad. Zoom call. Uh, oh, yeah. I was thinking about before that when he had that interview with uh, when he was inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he actually, he like, showed up at the game bad. and we were like, what? He's, like, existing? Yeah. Yeah, and he detailed his battle with concussions and... Yeah. Which was not surprising. No. Um, trying to quickly find the. Oh, come on. I can't find it. Okay. It, it, uh, Tim Thomas, experience goalie, explains brain damage suffered from dur uh, suffered during career. I couldn't communicate with anybody for a few years. I didn't call my dad. I didn't talk to anybody. There was a time period where I hated the game, so to speak. I didn't sit there and say I hate it. My rebound effect was like, this wasn't worth it. Ba -da 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 -da. Yeah. Anyways, I did Tim Thomas, eh? That's the conversation now. <laughs> Apparently. But, but yes, we're not recording on nights. That... That's... <laughs> yeah. I mean, we might next week. We'll see. <laughs> it's yeah. it. We always just like take it sort of a week by week basis. Obviously, once it gets to the playoffs, it's going to be like 
probably every two games. You know, obviously depending on what happens in the series. Man, um, assuming they're gonna make the play. I'm just kidding. I I would hope so, <laughs> barring barring Pasternak and Lindholm being out for the year, and then still at that a massive collapse. Uh, Earlier, I jokingly tweeted Larkin is going to be a great Bruin. Someone just replied, "How many dwarfs do we need?" What? Dylan Larkin is six foot one. Nope, they all got to be six five or taller. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to I had to mention that. <laughs> no, that's that's so. I don't know. So, given that you were just mentioning it, should we jump to discussing the uh, latest injury <laughs> injury happenings? Yeah, yeah, we can. Twenty four hours. We can. I guess we can start with the back to back and then sort of touch on uh, the games before, because who? Um. Yeah, Pasternak, Frederick, and Lindholm are all hurt. And I didn't see, was Lazar just a scratch? I think so. I think Lazar was just a scratch because, like, obviously they said, like, the Bruins said, okay, Pasternak and Frederick are out tonight. But then they never said anything about Lazar. He just kind of wasn't in there, so I'm assuming it was just, like, he was just scratched, which also doesn't make sense to me. Like, why not just, you know, keep the guy who's been in your lineup and, I don't know. I also kind of questioned Cassidy's lineup decisions for tonight but that's uh, that's a different thing um i think he went into it thinking ah we'll beat detroit it's detroit yeah and then he forgot what team he coaches yeah yeah it's yeah uh but yeah so posternock was hurt yesterday uh against columbus i don't quite remember what happened um, cause all I, all I remember seeing was him just going down the tunnel and everyone was kind of just like, what? And then like a few yeah. minutes after that, the Bruins gave an update saying, oh yeah, hey, Frederick's not returning to this game. We were also just like, what? <laughs> um, it's literally a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in Fortnite when you, why are we a Fortnite podcast? <laughs> you throw the question mark or exclamation mark uh, oh my God. above your head. Yeah, that was me. That is okay. I mean, that's not no more Fortnite. Yeah, none, none ever. Sorry, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all everyone. I don't know. It's just so. I don't know what the right word is. Pressing. I yeah, that 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 suffices. Just so unnecessary. Like, come on, can can this just not happen now? Like, they're finally making this push, and you're like, okay, maybe they have a shot at getting second, third in the Atlantic, and, you know, obviously I'm not saying all hope is gone, and we don't know what the status is of Pasternak, Lindholm, Frederick, any of them are, but, I mean, they are still tied with uh, Tampa in points, so. And they play Tampa on Friday. Ooh, no Lindholm pasta for that. Oh, yeah, that's literally their next game. I mean, they got two days off, and then playing in Tampa. Yeah, I, I'm assuming no Pasternak. I don't know about Frederick. Um, because what Cassidy said... One of these said, things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what Cassidy said was... I believe he said Pasternak's day-to-day... Or he... Like, they're thinking it's not that long-term, so they'll list him as day-to-day. Which, 
that wording worried me so bad. Um, because, you know, obviously I'm not getting complete flashbacks to the whole Kasha situation, but just saying, oh yeah, no, it's not... Like he said, he had an injury there against Winnipeg. I don't know if this is the exact same thing or not. I just found out. It might be that he hasn't completely healed. I don't think it's long-term, but we'll put him as day-to-day. I'm just surprised that they didn't make him miss any sort of time after that injury in Winnipeg. That too. I mean, I'm not saying sit him, you know, because seating is still relatively important, like we said. No easy matchups anyways, but you might as well get nice you know if you can but i mean right after that game they played in montreal is that the most important game for him to play i mean sure the bruins ended up barely beating montreal but is no no especially especially when you look at that and you see okay so they played winnipeg on that friday and then they played montreal on the monday they had tampa on thursday like you couldn't have just given posternock five whole days off and then said, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah go against the lightning. The lightning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> like, obviously, he he was... <laughs> he was good in the Tampa game, but... They gave him still, enough pain blockers. Yeah, it's still the the long-term <laughs> thing of, okay, yeah, they're basically in the playoffs now. Like, they have 93 points. The next closest is the Islanders. Like, the Bruins are getting pretty close uh, to clinching a playoff spot. So... Yeah. You know, it's just... I, I had this question, yeah. like, ready, like, in in the, uh, like, notes for this episode was, like, yeah. should the... Because I, I, I put that down last night after he left the game. I was like, should the Bruins be sitting Pasternak? Because, you know, we kind of... It was kind of an idea after, like, the Winnipeg game where it was like, okay, there's, you know, there's some sort of injury there. And then, you know, Cassidy yeah. didn't say if this one was the same thing or not. I would, I would assume it is because that's normally how it is. Just he doesn't want to say. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's not good. <laughs> I I know bold no. take right there, but it's not good. Um, like I don't obviously yeah. I don't expect him to be out for super long, but. I I, they I need wouldn't to stress carefulness and ease yep. in this because you can't risk it. Yeah. As you said, it's gonna take quite literally an act from God for them to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So if you gotta rest a little bit, sure. Yeah, if if just for Push the actual yeah, just for the actual like uh, playoff scenarios, uh, the Islanders have 14 games remaining, uh, so they'd finish with a maximum of 101 points. Bruins are at 93. You know, they just need Stop. they need four more wins in the last 12 games to make it. If the Islanders literally win out, granted the Islanders have won their last four and they're seven three and zero in their last ten. So, you know what? Okay. Maybe, maybe okay. they're doing it. No more sitting past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think i think they're fine the bruins need nine more points in the last 12 games to confirm a playoff spot regardless so i think they can afford 
uh, you know, having Pasternak out for some of these. Granted, it's not an easy stretch coming up uh, because they play the Lightning, Caps, Blues twice, Penguins twice, Panthers, Rangers, and Leafs. Um, but, you know, you'd hope they would get six points against the Sens, Sabres, and Habs, but you never know with this team, so <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Oh, man. Um, as for Frederick, also don't know what happened there. No. Um, also unfortunate considering Freddie Coyle-Smith was working really well. Like, really first, well. I thought you gave Charlie Coyle a new first name. I thought you called him Freddie Coyle. <laughs> yes. Freddie Coyle, uh, Trent Smith, and, I don't know, Pasta Speaking Frederick. Which, I just want to mention something from tonight's game. Uh, did you know that Charlie McAvoy hit 50 points tonight? Oh, I did not know he hit it tonight. I knew, I knew he got to 49 last night, but... Yeah, he got an assist on the late Bergeron goal, and now... He leads the team in assists. Really? Did you know that? Yeah, he's got two more than Marchand. Jeez. He's got 42 assists, eight goals. That is a stunning development. <laughs> and then Cause... there's uh, and then there's Yossi, who has yeah, yeah, 81 was... points in 66 yeah, like games. 60 goals. <laughs> like, he, has, um, he has 18 goals, but yeah. I know, it's, I, it, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a funny. It was a funny... It was a goof. Um, but while we're on the Bruins stats real quick, we're not going to see a 100-point score for the Bruins this year, are we? No. Leading scorer is Pasta with 71 points in 69 games. Mark Shane has 71 points in 59 games, but... Yeah, it's... If Marshawn never got suspended, uh, <clears throat> he would... he's He would be on a 98-point pace. So you never know. Also, doesn't help that like Bergeron's been hurt at stretches, and everything's been, you know, sort of not there. And also, the Bruins aren't relying on the uh, top line as much. Which, I mean, I will take Marshawn not getting a hundred points or anything like that if, if it means maybe, just maybe, you know, something can happen in the playoffs, such as potentially doing the thing, as. Uh, wow. No more. As some people might say. Um, but yeah, so tonight's game against the Red Wings. Uh, obviously, no Frederick, no Pasta going into it. Uh, the lines were certainly a choice by Cassidy. I mean, like, obviously, it's not the end of the world. The second half of back to back with travel, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Uh, but. Hall Halla Nosik, Felino Coyle Smith, leads Stadnika McLaughlin. You sure? Like I am not sure. I I, I would have just put McLaughlin up with Hall and Halla, and then probably just done like you know Felino Nosik Lazar, and then I guess just like bleed with Coyle and Smith. But you know I guess I can't complain about Cassidy. You know actually using Stadnika, but like. Again, you're putting him on the fourth line with, like, Bleed and McLaughlin. It's not like you're putting those guys in a great place to really succeed. But, I mean... The goon line out there tonight at the end of the game, I guess. Yeah, whatever that was. Like, 
<laughs> I, I don't even know what happened there. Like, the only the only thing I saw was Stanika getting thrown to the ground with no helmet on. So that was nice. Yeah, because the ref was fucking giving Carlo the biggest hug ever five feet from the play, not letting him get into it, creating a tag team type atmosphere. <laughs> Yep, yeah, I don't know what confirmed. I don't know what started that, but goons, yeah. goons, all of them, <laughs> all all just dirty players. Get them off the yep. team. Typical Bruins. No, I, I I find it hard to like really care about this loss. Like I'm just more concerned about okay, Pasternak, what's his status? Frederick, what's his status? Lindholm, what's his status? more than anything else like I, the loss is what it is like i'm not completely shocked by this but uh did you see anything that happened to lindholm or was it the same thing as the two injuries from last night um well i don't know if you saw my tweet i was actually just looking at it um i kind of tweeted a video uh well, it's, a, it's in gif form if that matters to you <laughs> just sent it to you on twitter yeah He's back skating and then he goes to turn because it's dumped in and you can see him grab at his knee. The video's not the best quality, but I could see it better before. I don't know if you can see it. There's no reverse angle, so I can't confirm that that's absolutely what's happening. But you can tell he kind of slows up and grabs at his knee. And then afterwards, there's a scrum and he's kind of looking at his knee. So I think scary, but (laughs) non-contact knee injury. Woo. Well, I didn't see anything after that. I saw someone replied to me before that saying, oh, he just hit his knee with an opponent in a scrum. Nothing. And I, I, lo- I watched the scrum from both broadcasts. I d- did not see that. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, no injury is good. Non-contact while true. skating is also not good. Uh you know, second half of back-to-back, maybe it's precautionary more than anything, but not Cope. not what you want to see. Yeah, just coping, but I don't know. You, <laughs> you got to hope and pray he's all right, because um, I, I, can't, I can't bring myself to watch Riley Forbert on a pair together. Oh, come on. <laughs> I... Like I'm, I'm, I'm not super concerned, realistically, but like, oh, not a good game. Ask from me again in a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> ask me again after they play Tampa, if that's what the pairing ends up being. But yeah, not that second goal was not good from Riley. Like puck bounced on him, and then it like came right back in front of him because you know he basically passed it to a Red Wings player, and then he still didn't get it off of the other Red Wings player's stick. So that didn't go well, and then Forbert just got just got beat on on the third one, kind of forced Riley into a <laughs> pretty bad position. Then uh, then it went past Swayman. And speaking of Swayman, um, Swaymania, not not good lately. You know he was he was pretty okay. Um, against Columbus. Uh like the uh what am I trying to say? 
yeah, the home the home game against Columbus on Saturday. He you know, pretty pretty solid there. Not not so great tonight. Hasn't really been great recently. And you pulled up his stats since March first. Yes, so so would you like to recite those? Oh, could I please? Well, I mean, no, actually, March first, he's seven and three, which you think, hey, cool, good, but an eight ninety one save percentage and a three point one zero goals against average, which goals against average I don't necessarily fully use against a goalie. Yeah, it's also more but, just indicative of a team, but yeah, but eight ninety one save percentage ain't good, and I wanted yeah. to. Like with the money puck and the goal saved above expected, I wanted to see if there was some way to like do a March first until now just to see uh, how bad it's been in terms of goals against expected, or maybe just maybe he hasn't been that bad and the Bruins are just been bad in front of him. But you know what? I just realized those stats probably did not reflect tonight's game. I don't know if they did. Oh, I mean, it would be it would be even worse because <laughs> uh, he had an eight fifty seven save percentage tonight, so it'd bring it down a few points. But regardless, um, great. yeah, he's not been great in his last ten games. Which I mean, he had to hit some sort of rookie wall at some point, I guess. Right? Yeah, considering like before that stretch, he had seven games in a row where he did not have a save percentage lower than nine thirty five. And now he's sort of having a down stretch, which, you know, that's expected out of any goalie, especially a rookie goalie. Like, it, it's not surprising to me at all. But also, okay, you recognize this trend. As, you know, as as the Bruins coaches, they, they should recognize this trend and go, okay, let's give Allmark more starts. Very, you know, simple, simple thing. And I kind of seems like they're already doing that. Um, but yeah, it's not been a good stretch. Obviously still has a 920 save percentage on the season, still has a career 926, but probably, I mean, Hey, probably his, probably the worst stretch of hockey he's ever had in the NHL. Ooh. But you know, it's, it's 10 games out of the 43 he's played. So it's not, not a huge deal. Um, but also that speaks to then how good he is when he's on his game, considering he still has a 9.28 percentage on the season, despite this, but I, I'm not concerned. I, I'm assuming you're not. Like, it, it's, it's the uh, just like I said the about the injuries. Ask me in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, like obviously, if it continues on this, oh, then there's an issue. But yeah, I mean, we don't. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah it's. It it is what it is. Like when when you know Marshawn goes goalless for a while, or Bergeron goes go goalless for a while. It's not like a father time comes into play. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe that. Uh, father father time article, and he's he should be you on track to still unanimously win the Selkie this year. It won't happen, but he you should. Know, <laughs> you know, it's not gonna work like that because remember. There are other guys who play defense as forwards. Didn't you know? 
Yeah. He's he's not the only guy, except he's literally having one of the best two-way seasons anyone has ever had. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, so tonight, Jeremy Swayman expected goals against 2.785, actual goals against four. Yeah. Uh, against Columbus on Saturday, or... Yeah, it was on Saturday, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, expected goals against 2.129. Actual goals against two. So he's in the positive there. Um, the Leafs game. Scrolling down. Uh, expected goals against 3.367. Actual goals against six. Uh, the Lightning game. Uh, expected goals against 2.593, actual goals against 2. So, I mean, I've only got the last handful of games. I don't have much games back into March, so. Uh, and then Jeremy Swim against the Montreal Canadiens, 3.005 expected, actual 2. So, that's a little bit, hasn't been terrible, but. Well, besides the Toronto game, but that wasn't anyone's finest moment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, not a great stretch. I don't think there's much to be worried about. If you were worried about... Oh, yes. After a check to the nef, left knee removed Hampus Lindholm from the game in the second period, Cassie said it's likely Lindholm will get an x-ray, but also that he didn't assess the injury to be serious. Okay. I just saw that, so I wanted to yell it out. So it checked so, hey. to the left knee. So maybe it actually happened before that because if there was, this, you know, I only looked after that, so it could have happened before. Well, I guess it had to have, unless person misphrased it. But all right, I'm going back. I still got the game up. <laughs> it's it's like some kind of police investigation, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So. Uh, the only other thing is, do you still have Allmark's stats since March 1st? Uh, no, but I remember them. Uh, it's a 9-14 save percentage and a 2.17 goals against average. They decided to turn it around, uh, how they'd play like shit in front of uh, Allmark, which yeah. good in front of Swayman. Now I guess they're doing now it's the, opposite. the other way around. I guess it's fair. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just trying to make it balanced, and you know you got you got to respect yeah. that. Um, yeah, all marks, all marks. I mean, I I kind of said this before before we started recording. He's he's really he'll either have a great game, like if if I read just some of his save percentages since like February, it's like okay, nine twenty six, then an eight sixty, <laughs> then an eight ninety three, then a nine twenty six. Then an eight fifty seven, then an eight ninety three, then a nine fifty, then a nine thirty one, then an eight eight eighty nine, then a nine sixty two, then a nine oh nine. Like, just it's literally like nine twenty plus or eight eighty. <laughs> like, that's that's basically that's basically the option. And overall in the season, he has a nine ten save percentage. Um, yeah, it's. He's basically just been like this the entire year, whereas Swayman's had longer stretches of, okay, good or bad. Whereas Allmark's just sort of, okay, one game, cool, that's good. The other, not so much. So, I, I guess we get mm. the best of both worlds. I don't know. <laughs> would, be, would be really nice if we just had perfect goaltending for the rest of the time, but 
you know, kind of, right? kind of tough to get that. I um, mean, it's a sport played by humans. No, no, they're actually robots. <laughs> Imagine. I at this point, would you be shocked? Uh, so the, the answer just... to that is yes. I would I would hope you'd be shocked if uh, <laughs> if every NHL player was actually just a robot. But well, maybe personality wise. Yeah, so I just went back. I watched his full shift from his la- uh, Lindholm. Let me clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the shift, which was his last of the game, and the only thing I saw was that one thing I pointed out. And I went back to his shift before, and there's one point where he has to stop like abruptly. I think it's Lar- yeah, Larkin's coming over the line, and he has to like make a sudden stop and go back the other way mm-hmm. which i mean that could look like a knee injury too but i mean right after that he skates up the ice with the puck and looks fine so <laughs> but i didn't see any like actual like knee on knee or leg on leg or you know something egregious yeah. that would be like oh hey that's got to be it so but those injuries are sometimes scariest <laughs> or the worst yeah i i'm done speculating <laughs> Yeah, we just gotta hope it's nothing. It's nothing serious, cause yeah, losing Lindholm be a big blow. And I yeah. think, uh, I think that we can leave it at that. No, um, never. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, my bad. So that can bring us to, um, well, two two sort of trends I want to talk about, and then, uh, and those trends are involving Jake Tabrask and Eric Holla. Because they are on fire lately for no apparent reason, and I'm not complaining. Uh, of course, uh, DeBrusque didn't score tonight, uh, but he had a oh, five-game goal streak uh, coming into tonight with six goals in that span, of course, including the overtime winner last night against Columbus. And then Halla had two goals uh, against Columbus on Saturday, and... I mean, he has, he has three goals in three games in April, uh, had like 12 points in 14 games in March. Like, really, really doing well. Uh, I'm also looking at Halla's uh, splits right now, and the Bruins are never allowed to play on a Wednesday because it is the only day of the week at which Halla has not recorded the point. The Bruins have played seven games on Wednesdays, and Halla has zero points. So something about Wednesdays, Halla does not like. All right, now I'm about to go look at Jeremy Swayman's splits. Oh, that's actually that's actually a that's actually a good point. Um, All right, so just see if there's any stupid a Friday break. and a Tuesday. Okay, I don't play them on those. Or you know what? Even a Sunday, not great. But uh, same for Debrusque. You not play Debrusque on Friday or Tuesday. He only has he has he's played tw- eleven games on Tuesday. Is only one goal, uh, and then four four games on a Friday and just one assist. So no Friday or Tuesday for Debrusque. Uh, honestly, yeah, um, even you can take off Wednesdays. He only has two points, seven games on there. Uh, take take Mondays. He's over a point per game. Take Saturday. Take Sunday. Yep. Take Swayman's Thursday. good on Mondays, nine sixty seven. Cool. At uh, three games, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's Swayman's month by month save percentage: it's October eight ninety three, November nine fourteen, December nine thirty five, <laughs> January nine twelve. February, nine sixty. Jesus. 
March 893, yeah. April 885. That'll do it. So, he's a bust. What can I say? Jack Campbell better. Uh, in Bruins <laughs> wins, Jake DeBrusque has 31 points in 40 games. In losses, he has 2 points in 20. <laughs> Do you want to hear the... Uh... Oh. The splits for Swayman and wins and losses. I mean, it's probably going to be similar. 944 save percentage and wins. 861 save oh. percentage and losses. I mean, I, I suppose that's to be... Makes sense because the blowouts are yeah. coming in those That's whatnot, to be expected but... from like any, like any players on any team. But it's so funny seeing the difference in DeBrusque. Like, he's literally on like a 41-goal pace across an entire season in Bruins wins. And then he he's gonna score four goals if they're all losses. <laughs> like, all right, well, Taylor Hall. Oh no! It it also is so bad because <laughs> the Bruins are such a good team that in wins and in losses, the wins are doubled the amount of sample size. <laughs> oh yeah, like Hall is forty one points in forty four games and wins. Holy! <laughs> and in losses, he's got thirteen. It well in regulation losses he's got 13 points in 21 games and in overtime losses he's got zero points in five so if the bruins get to overtime and taylor hall has zero points they're losing (laughs) apparently god well i can't believe though taylor hall is 10 goals 31 assists for 41 points in 44 games and wins and and then just nothing. I like logically it makes sense. Like it when does. the team is playing better, yeah, they're putting up points and everything. But it's also just really funny to see those splits. Um, yeah. All right. That that actually seems like an interesting to go into, but I don't want to waste all our time on that. No, one more. Patrice Bergeron. All right. Oh, okay. Um. Hey, and wins. He's an even forty for forty in points. Yep. Losses twelve points in eighteen games. Overtime losses two points in four games. Hmm. Let's see what day of the week does he suck in? Oh my god! Always play Marchand on Saturdays. Fifteen games played, twelve goals, sixteen assists for twenty-eight points in fifteen <laughs> games. <laughs> Holy! Oh man! Uh oh! Bergeron has one goal in his last. Oh wait, he scored tonight. Never mind. He has two goals in his last five games. <laughs> Wait, he's wait, he scored tonight? Yeah, that late goal to bring it within one. Oh yeah, okay. Technically. I did not think of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're just so focused on the brawl after, man. Yep. I, I totally I totally wasn't busy figuring out how bad the Bruins play when we record. <laughs> That's not what I was doing all third period. Nope. Um Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so Debrusque Debrusque and Halla really good lately. Um, Halla really just seems to fit the style with Hall and Pasternak. Like, obviously, yes, there are better players skill-wise than Halla, but he seems to complement those two well, and, uh, well, he's the best option they have for the rest of the year, so let's all pray. <laughs> and, I mean, DeBrusque with Marshawn Bergeron just works. Uh, he's at 21 goals on the season. First time he's reached 20 since, uh, 18 19. Absolutely cannot complain about the turnaround. All right, you you forced this by talking about it. Let's talk about Jake DeBrusque's splits per month. Per month? Oh, no. They're still 
Okay. All right. October, two points in seven games. Uh, November, four points in 11. December, two points in seven. January, seven and 12. February, nine and 11. March, six and 14. And April, four and three. <laughs> yeah. So basically, when the Bruins are playing Putting better. With two really good players. Nebraska's playing better. Elite. Helps helps to have Marshawn Bergeron. <laughs> Whoa, come on now. Don't be so controversial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah, to- reel it in a little bit. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, I mean, that's that was the most important stuff uh, I wanted to mention from last night and coming into today. Uh, other than that, there was the Devils game basically a week ago, uh, which was, was 8-1. One. Yeah, that was... That was it was fun. Uh, never, never really too close. Um, Marshawn got two. Um, Bergeron scored. Hollow scored. Hall scored. DeBrusque scored. Uh, Mark McLaughlin scored his first goal in his first ever game. That game was so much fun, and I'm so sad they didn't get to 10. Because they they literally had eight goals at the end of the second. Like, come on. Why can't you run up the score? Yeah, I thought they'd... They'd hit that finally, but they just hate us. Yeah, Ty Anderson just tweeted, Cassidy noted that Lindholm seemed okay and that he doesn't think it's anything serious. So, yeah. Exhale. Should be fine there, but also, you know, there's no updates on Pasternak or Frederick or anything, which, I mean, that makes sense. They'll they'll know more by, I guess, the next time they play, which is Friday against Tampa. Um, Be really painful or... Hopefully not that much. Sounds like Bruins in the playoffs. Um, and then, yeah, the uh, home game against Columbus uh, was Hollow's, Hollow's two-goal game. Uh, of course, Marshawn. Celebration. Oh, my God. Hollow's sellies are the greatest thing known to man. I mean, of course, yeah. next to Swayman and all Mark Hogs, but... Yeah, that was fun. Also, I, hey, speaking of... Um, I am officially going to sue the NHL for including my tweet in their video without my consent. Uh, surely Collect there's a the basis bag, for that. Man. Collect the bag. <laughs> yeah, but the NHL, uh, I mean, hey, maybe that'd be a way for the NHL to finally pay for something. I'll just take their money and then go, hey, let's use this to do this. No, I'm just going to take it for myself. Um, anyways. Interesting. Yeah, sorry, I don't care about the uh, about the NHL too much. Well, no, that's all. You're I mean. a hater. I sadly care about the NHL too much. <laughs> I felt that life would be so much simpler. Yeah, and, but um, <laughs> other than that, uh, of course, uh, as well before the Columbus game, Nick Foligno was honored for um reaching a thousand games. Oh, so uh, great! I love him. I just. Yeah, he's he's the vibes with Felino are so just so good. I wish he was. I just wish you know, you know what I oh, wish. Everyone knows what I wish. Johnny. Yeah, vibes vibes are so good. Let's just let's just pray they can uh, do do the thing on that contract. You know, um, God. But yeah, no that that ceremony was really nice. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to see. Some of the people that uh, were in the video for Felino, like Wade Redden, like Mike Fisher, Eric Carlson, some of the old Sens guys, it was really weird to see. 
God. Bruins legend Wade Redden, of course, though. Um, and also, before the Devils game, the Bruins honored Tuka Rask a little. You know, ceremonial puck drop. They they had the video. It's very nice. To I just see. want more. Yeah, I I I need I need number forty going up into the rafters. Yeah. And like I obviously like they were never going to do it this season, even with him retiring this season. But next year, against you know, find a game against the Leafs, do it. Do it. He's the greatest goalie in Bruins history. You do it. Like, I saw some people saying, oh, well, Cheevers isn't up there. It's like, okay. Hey, Cheevers can deserve a spot, too. But I am just saying, Rask deserves a spot in the rafters. You know, pretty, pretty, pretty simple thing to Pretty outlandish thing yeah. going on in your head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing, uh, the Bruins, speaking of Bruins goalies... <laughs> I thought Bruins. You said Bruins legends. I was gonna get happy. Oh yeah. Oh well, you can also get happy about Brandon Bussy, who has <laughs> yeah. the greatest name known to man. Um, I don't need to say why his name is great. You already heard it. No, with say my it. Pronunciation. Um, say it. Just, just such, just such a good name. Say it. I need, I need a clip of Jack Edwards talking about that. Just. Just yeah, for well, just for he reasons. would say something completely different. Kind oh of like yeah, Lindholm, Lindstrom. I mean, hey, you got to say Lindstrom tonight because the Red Wings. But yeah, first I was like, wait, <laughs> did he just? Yeah, no, because like, I cause he again? did it. He did it like yesterday against Columbus. Like he said Lindstrom instead of Lindholm. But like, yeah, yeah, biggest but... deal in the world. <laughs> yeah, but Detroit literally has Gustav Lindstrom. Because Yeiserman needs more Lindstroms, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's had good success historically, so can't hurt. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruins signed Brandon Bussy. I mean, seems seems like a good signing. Like, uh, keep chuckling. Yes. And no, 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 nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what some people weren't chuckling at? Trevor Zegers having fun. How dare he score the Michigan goal? No, he was no, 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 no. How dare That's he? Not what he was how dare he about. embarrass people? Well, there were there are still the people that get mad at the Michigan and uh yes. Yeah. Because That's we can't what... have fun. But then there's a <laughs> And there's also the whole Jay Beagle thing. Yeah, that that part wasn't very. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean. Yes. Ouch. <laughs> Number one. That looks. I don't know if you did. You see the picture of him after the game with his eye all swollen shut, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's just like I, I don't like just just let people have have fun, and then the like what Coyotes broadcaster or commentator yeah. or whatever like got so mad that they were like smiling, 
Well, he was between the benches. He said that they were... Okay, well, you kind of remember when Marshan beat the shit out of Eller? Oh, yeah. Taunting on a 7 nothing goal? That was yeah. kind of what he alluded to was happening. You know, celebrating a 5 nothing goal and then, you know, saying stuff near the benches and celebrate. You know, it's just stuff like that, which, yes, I understand that may, you know, you, know, you may be like, hey, have a little bit of sportsmanship, but, you know, and maybe go up to him and be like, hey, you maybe want to fight or something? But if he says, nah, man, I'm good, or, you know, he just doesn't fight back at all, maybe you should not keep throwing punches and, you know, maybe hold off a little. But what do I know? Yeah. It's <laughs> just like... Sorry, if... If if someone young, well, no. If if an exciting player scores a nice goal, celebrate it. Who cares? Like I know, I know. There's the whole, you know, oh the 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 old hockey people. Oh, they have the code. Who cares? Why why can't we like be excited when a nice goal happens? Like I remember the outrage when I think it was Hurdle scored a between the legs goal. Uh, in like an eight nothing blowout or something back like six or seven years ago, and I remember Don Cherry being pissed that Hurdle would dare to put the puck between his legs and score like that. It's like who cares? Makes a lot of nerve, I guess. Who cares? It, it's no, no different. But they than weren't him. mad about the Michigan goal. It had nothing to do yeah. with that. That was a three nothing goal, anyways. So yeah, it was after it was five nothing. That's when shit got out of hand. Not justifying any actions, but. You know, it makes it, it's a bad look for the sport when it's, you know, getting headlined as it being because of that, you know, because, you know, but, uh, and he obviously used the wrong, I don't know if you saw his, well, he didn't really circle back or talk things back, but no, it's, Tyson Nash went made on. it worse. Yeah, but he said he shouldn't have said skill it up, and then he went on to talk about them stuff around the benches and stuff so it wasn't about strictly the michigan because i think that makes it look like it's worse for the league that oh if you have fun we're gonna beat the shit out of you if you score an awesome goal we're gonna beat the shit out of you just for that yeah but like that was two periods later you know so it's important to make sure we know that we're separating the two while still holding beagle accountable for what he did which sad putting talking about beagles doing bad things i love beagles Bad, bad Jay Beagle. <laughs> yeah. It's just. And Tyson Nash is usually a really good. I've listened to him and that Coyotes broadcast for years, and I like Tyson Nash a lot. I he usually doesn't say outlandish things, at least not that I've noticed. So hopefully it was just a bad night. I mean, everyone does at yeah. some point say something wrong, and maybe he should have. Uh, not that he wished he hadn't have said that, but he didn't. And I'm glad it wasn't a super serious injury for Terry, besides getting his face completely dented in. But I was listening to uh, 32 Thoughts earlier. I don't know if you listened to that episode yet. They were yeah. talking that uh, the Ducks bus got delayed to the airport. I'm assuming they flew. I know it's not that far from... Anaheim to... Yeah, so they definitely flew. But anyways, they had to delay that because there was such great concern that maybe he was like his orbital bro bone was broken or something like that. 
there was great concern. So it's nice to see that it wasn't as bad as it initially looked. <laughs> Sorry, you just you just said like got delayed, and that that made me uh, remember before the uh, home game against Columbus, uh, Derek Forbert got stuck in an elevator and almost didn't make it to the game. Wow. <laughs> Which was the weirdest story that could have come out from all of that, but uh, it was apparently true, according to Cassidy. Um, <laughs> and a great segue away from uh, Arizona, but yeah. Um, we are at 52 minutes, but I'm going to ask you this now. Baseball starts no. on Thursday. Jays sadly don't start until Friday. Um, uh, well, but... well, Yankees are going to get rained out, so. <laughs> uh, give me a World Series pick as of April 5th, 2022. <laughs> at 11.32 p.m. Eastern. Yep, give me your World Series All pick. All right, well, I'm going Dodgers out of the National League. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just have to. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, you're not serious. Um Although there were, were reports of the Padres, uh, oh my God, was it Ramirez there from oh the Guardians? I guess. Yeah, I mean the Jays have been they... on Ramirez for a while, and I'm like, please. Well, then go to the Padres, please. <laughs> yeah, no, please come to the Jays, Jose Ramirez. If you are listening to this, you are now a Toronto Blue Jay. <laughs> I sorry, I need an infield of Chapman, Ramirez, Bichette, Vlad. I don't need that. <laughs> that would literally but... be the greatest. But if the Padres get Ramirez, then maybe my answer changes slightly, but I would still probably go I'd Dodgers. Still, yeah, I'd still have Dodgers as a favorite. But, um, well, it's a favorite, but I was given my my picks here. Those are going to go off the beaten path. And you know what? 27 rings. 28 when I'm done. Well, when they're done. When they're done. Uh, so in the first round. Nope, they're finishing in fourth place. Oh, okay. No, so so not no, even in okay. the playoffs. No, perfect. No, I don't know if the Yankees will actually do something, but I think people are kind of taking them a little lightly, which is honestly, in my opinion, that's what the Yankees need. They've been for too long since you know about 2018. They've been oh the team that can't be beaten. Uh, you know they're expected to win the World Series. Sure, sleep on them, please. Maybe the Yankees will actually be good. I I. I have them ahead of the Red Sox in my mind. I'm oh, I'm not I'm not convinced by one by story and just two by that roster being able to do that again. Cause yeah, they had a lot of... of yeah, and especially with Who do the you have Jays, first? I still have the Rays first because I feel like 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 I have obviously in the AL East. Like I'm not saying like they're my World Series pick. I still have the Rays first in the AL East because I feel like I just cannot keep saying no to them you know like on paper i'm like okay i would on paper the jays are a better team than the rays but mm -hmm. something about the rays just coaching everything it's always just yep they're good they're, they're gonna win 100 games so i i have to have the rays first just out of i don't know respect i guess but then yeah it's kind of like with the lightning you yeah like fear them until they prove that they're not that anymore yeah and it's it's kind of the same as like um like i picked washington to not make the playoffs like 
two or three years in a row. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. I'll pick you this time. Like, I, I have, like, I have to. Like, you can't. You're just not gonna keep falling off my head. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll just put the Rays up again. Like, whatever. And then I guess I have the Jays, then the Yankees, and the Sox. But I think all four of those teams can probably win the division. Yeah, no, I it's gonna. It's really just gonna be like injury wise because like oh, i don't know i i it's tough it's tough for me to see the red Sox going up because especially with the jays uh actually being in toronto for a full season now springer being healthy Man, to start the year having a really good pitching staff to start the year like i you know there are many reasons that i am excited for the for the jays and that's all i'll say yeah, I just clicked on like several different predictions on these websites and blogs and stuff, and it literally everyone is the same order: Blue Jays in first, Yankees second, Rays third, Red Jeez. Sox fourth, and hey, don't forget about the Orioles. <laughs> if the Orioles make the playoffs, um, I'll, I'll, I don't know, I'll, I'll what, what will, I, what will I do? G- give me some incentive for the Orioles to make the playoffs right now. Oh, uh, uh... <laughs> I'll give you fifty dollars. Yeah. I don't. I, whatever. I'll I'll give you a penny. Okay, perfect. We we don't use those here anymore. But I'll give you a loony. Perfect. That's the dream. You use those like often? I mean, the, I I have some. Yes, but I have some too. But they just <laughs> sit in the bottom of my drawer because I haven't been to Canada since twenty eighteen. Yeah. I haven't been to Canada since uh, zero seconds ago. <laughs> Funny guy. I know. My World Series pick is Dodgers against um... Yankees. Yep. I I don't like. I don't want to. No, I don't want to. I don't want to say Astros. I really don't. But like, it's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, they are even losing Korea. It'll be good. I don't know. You know what? Let's know. let's go Astros. Or nope, not Astros. Let's go Dodgers Brewers. <laughs> Why not? Pick an absolute favorite, and then a uh, Why not? Sounds like a win to me. And uh, Dodgers are still gonna win. Wait, Did you say Brewers? Wait. Aren't the Brewers in the National League? Um, yeah. Yes, they <laughs> That'll are. That'll be quite the World Series. <laughs> yeah, so the American League's actually canceled. Uh, yeah, some old tweets. <laughs> Crap. I, I felt, I did feel weird saying that. I was like, wait, I was like, Brewers? No, I'm surely, sure surely they right. are. Uh, okay. Let, yeah, I, you just go Yankees, it's fine. No, you know what? White Sox. That could be also. I, I, yeah, that's who I was def- gonna say in to fix that. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going. I'm going with the Mariners. Be- believe in Robbie Ray. All right. Um, God. No, that wasn't the Yankees, but okay. Yep, for good reason. Yeah, sure. sure um. Sure. Okay. Well, I guess we can hop to questions. Uh, do you want to pull those up this time? 
Sure, give me about now. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Josh Williams kicks it off with, uh, so between Riley, Forbert, Clifton, Brown, Ashan, what is your ideal third pair? I mean, on paper, it's Riley Forbert. And for a playoff series, it's Riley Forbert. I don't think that ain't going to work. That's not going to work. Yeah, like, it's tough. Because, like, I want, well, I'm not actively wanting, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's tough. Like, I, it's like an okay problem to have. Like, you know how they sometimes say, oh, yeah, having having a bunch of players is like, oh, yeah, it's a good, good problem to have. Eh, at this point, it's kind of an okay problem to have. Them. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a rotation, I would think. And it, it's kind of just going to be the way that they do it with like, you know, the goalies, whoever is playing best, put them in. If someone yeah, has a bad definitely. game, take them out. Like, it's kind of just going to be like that. I like, I default to Riley forward, but I just don't like that as a pairing. But like, I default yeah. to those two going in. I don't know. It's tough. I liked Riley Brown a little. <laughs> Both of them fought. So, I don't know. Um. So that was really our only. Well, no. Okay. So the rest of the questions are more centered around us choosing to record the night in which the Bruins play. So Ben said, "Just saying, the Bruins may never lose again if you stop recording after the games." Sounds yeah. like don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'm already. I was already deeply considering never recording on a game night again. So. No, I just deeply considering never recording. That's true. All right, shut it down. Yeah, yeah, that's no, it. Goodbye. But and then finally, uh, Tyler Seeger nine. Um, he was at this game in mm-hmm. Detroit. We ruined it. Yep. Could have seen the goalie hugs in person, but we had to be selfish. Yeah, my bad. He he actually it just, is your bad. He, he actually just DM'd me to say that he goes like he goes to Red Wings games often. It's the best that they've looked in a while. Uh had had to be had to be now. Had to be against the Bruins. Yeah. Had to be where we're recording. Yeah. So he said, "Why couldn't you guys do this for me this one time?" You know. Yeah, that's that's sure. all I have to say. Is, uh, is... Uh, <laughs> he had a real question in here. Uh, do you think we are finally seeing the quote real Swayman, or is this a slump? I, I have a, I have an answer for this. Okay. He is how old is he? Is he twenty two or twenty three? Uh, twenty three, I think. He's 23, yep. He turned 23 in November. So, it's rookie season. He's incredibly young. This isn't, like, quote, the real Swayman. It's just how a rookie season for a goaltender goes. And even if he, I don't want to say struggles, even if his numbers are kind of similar, maybe even a little better, that's not, you know, the real him. That's not this or that. It's just a young goalie figuring out his way. He's only going to get better. Oh, knock on wood. Yeah. You know. Nothing good ever happens to us Bruins fans, but yeah, never. But no, it's it's just a rut, hopefully, and I'm not overly concerned as we talked about. 
I don't know if you have a differing tank take tank take than me. No, but... it's it's basically the same. Like I mean, yes, currently, like yes, this is the real Swayman because yeah, but like he's gonna get better and more consistent as the years go on, assuming you know the development goes well. Um, I don't think there's much to really worry about there. It's probably just a rough patch. Like, when Rask had rough patches, like, it's like, okay, he'll figure it out. Obviously, he had more of a track record of figuring out, so then that's what we look for here with Swayman. Is he going to be able to turn this around? Let's wait and see. <laughs> uh, I have one last thing to add. Have you seen uh, uh, any any quotes around Brendan Gallagher tonight? I did. Oh, damn it. Because I was hoping to frame this to you as someone speaking about Gallagher and not Gallagher speaking about Stutzla. But, <laughs> st still works. Uh, oh, well, well. He said, so Brendan Gallagher talking about Tim Stutzla. Remember, this is Brendan Gallagher talking. He said, when I was 10 uh, years old, our coach had a rule. If you lay on the ice and the trainers or if the coach had to come on the ice to get you, you're too hurt to play minimum three shifts. He's he's a great player. I've played against him two, three years now. More than half the games we played against him, he's laid on the ice and is right back out there next shift. He lays on the ice. He acts like he's hurt. He sells the call. He's on the ice that same power play. Brendan I will Gallagher. say at least Brendan Gallagher is bleeding half the time. <laughs> that helps the yeah. optics. That's all I'm going to say. And I, okay, I said this before. I don't know if it was on here or on Twitter or somewhere else, but I would love him as a Bruin. Uh, yeah, he he is one of those guys you'd love to have. His contract though is dog shit. But like, isn't he a thirty goal scorer too? A couple years ago, uh, I think so. Sounds right. Oh, twenty eighteen nineteen. Well, that was the first, the last real season, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, he's making like almost seven million a year. But like, can you imagine him if somehow the Bruins were able to get it? Like he had an expiring contract that wasn't terrible, and the Bruins got him at the deadline. And he's like their third line right wing. <laughs> I'd fucking love that. You can't tell me you wouldn't like that. Oh my god! And if you are, I what? sorry. I I I knew his contract wasn't great. Oh wow. <laughs> he's yeah, twenty nine. He's, he's signed for the next seven years at six and a half with a no move clause. Yeah, good for him for making that money. But... I mean, yeah, but Jesus. Yeah, that's not great. Between him and Anderson, they love overpaying those type of players. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously though, he he is a good player, and you know he does take a freaking beating though. He's always yeah. bleeding, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is kind of. You know, it's kind of like if when Marshan says stuff, I guess. You know, from yeah. an know. outside perspective. Yeah. You no. Know? It basically is, but so it's like, really? So, yeah, you're, it's you're the one saying that? <laughs> you sure? I mean, I guess you know, but speaking from experience. It but... takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah. But hey, like I said, future Bruin when his contract's got a year left. <laughs> Everyone's a future Bruin. Every good player. Is a future proof. <laughs> um, and on that note, uh, I believe that's... At least blow a 3-1 lead to the Canadians last year. <laughs> Carey Price, I know that's the answer, but... Uh, didn't the Leafs blow a 5-1 to lead to the Panthers tonight? 
Yeah, it's <laughs> different though. One team's a good team, though. Ah, uh, it's true. That Habs run was such a fluke, and I. That oh was my fun God. to watch. It was man. so much that fun. Was... It was so much fun because they absolutely were not supposed to be there, and they were. Like if I imagine like being a Habs fan for that, that would have been so much fun. Yeah, because you go down three to one to the Leafs, you're like, we're gonna be the first, we're gonna be the first team that at least won a playoff series against, and then they come back, and then they beat the Jets, and then they beat Vegas, yeah, and then Tampa, you know, (laughs) Tampa took care of them, but yeah, they were (laughs) twenty four, twenty one, and eleven, and they were yeah, they're like twenty games away from winning the cup, (laughs) yeah. Again, what it a, goes to what show a nutty season. all it, all you need to do is get in. Yep. And yes, Absolutely. the circumstances were different last season because of the Canadian division and those teams were interesting, but ultimately you still have to win a seven-game series and anything can happen in those seven games. So. Yeah, some teams like to prove getting that fourth game is very hard. <laughs> yep. Uh, we can we can leave it there. Uh, assuming you have nothing else to add, it is eleven forty-eight. Uh, so we'll be heading to bed quickly. But you know, is what it is. Uh, you know, as always, if you made it this far, thank you for listening and all that. Um, fair warning: next episode might be uh after the Blues game, which might be also Krug's return if he's healthy. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. And obviously, you know, check the Twitter account day of or day before anything. And uh, then yeah, plan accordingly. Like, if you were worried about missing the game, you know, yeah, oh, I don't want to miss a Bruins win. Just check that. And if we're recording, yeah. then yeah, just just make sure to be like following uh, at Line Changes Pod on Twitter with notifications on. Make sure to follow us with notifications on as well in, ke- in case uh, we tweet or anything. Make sure to like all our tweets, retweet everything. Sounds like a plan.